Hello, and welcome back to episode three of Dad, You Need to Read This. I'm Seth, the dad in the situation. I'm Amber. I'm a library aide and the mom in this situation. And I'm Jazz. I'm a kid in this situation, and I read a lot. Again, this week, uh, we're going to go through, everybody's going to do a suggestion, as we do every week for somebody else. Last time we got together, we had a few different suggestions. I suggested Insomnia by Stephen King for Jazz. I suggested White Rose by Kip Wilson, I think, for my dad. And my mom, I don't think she's read it. I read that one. Okay, then just my dad. And I suggested... Ghost Boys for Seth uh, by Jewel Parker Rhodes. And I also suggested that all of us read The Hate You Give because, including myself, because none of us had read it. And that situation has changed a lot this week, right? Yeah, I'm the only one who hasn't read it. Yeah, Amber and I have both gone through that book now. And very, very good book. I highly suggest it, Jazz. But Dad keeps talking about it in front of me. Well... You have had that book since I know, January. But it doesn't make it less of an unspeakable crime. <laughs> I, I, have... I seriously, I don't know why this was. Was it A Night Daddy Had a Gig, maybe? Yeah. Okay, um, so here's the deal. Sometimes when Seth has gigs, Jazz and I have reading night, and we basically like put the snacks out and pick a book and lays around the house and read until we get so tired we can't read anymore. And so I picked up Ghost Boy, or not Ghost Boys, I picked up The Hate You Give at like 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) And then she read until 4. Yeah, I finished it at 4 a.m. And then Sometime, like, Seth came home from his gig, Seth was sleeping. Sometime around 1 or 2, it was very, like, abundantly clear to me that I was not going to be able to go to sleep until this book was done. Like, not even tired in the least, so... I mean, yeah, and then Seth. I finished the audiobook out of this week, uh, which, by the way, is excellent. Very well done. I highly suggest that. Uh, it's still checked out, so if you want to do it this no, week. No, physical. Okay. No, we still have the audiobook. I know. I want the physical. That's fine. I highly suggest you do that one, maybe in, on top of the other ones. Yeah, it wasn't hard to get on Libby. I only had to wait a couple of days because there's like 18 copies in our library system and only one or two of them were checked out. That being said, if you don't know what Libby is, take a look at it. It's a giant network. You can digitally access audiobooks and ebooks from your local library without having to go in does make the access very easy especially if you have odd hours and are not available to go by the library when the library is usually open you can download them right onto like your ipad your phone uh other tablets even onto your computer i believe so it's it's a very very th- it's it's nice uh i, think I everybody- recently got my Libby account started and i've and also i got our audible information for my phone so I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks like while well, I do a lot anything. Yeah, I've already listened to at least one, if not two. My school year started on Tuesday and I've already finished because as I'm moving library books and unpacking library books and putting library books in the computer, I try to listen to audiobooks so that I can make recommendations to my students. So yeah, I've already listen to at least one in less than a week well 
It's time to do some suggestions. Actually, first, if oh. you're an audiobook rookie and you're like using your first first audiobook, if you should probably speed it up a little. They're they're pretty slow when they're like reading the audiobook. So, if you think it's slow, you should speed it up because it sounds a lot better usually. Yeah, some of them do sound Certain a lot audiobooks I've listened to at like times 1.4, so That's only if you want to. You don't have to. Okay, we're going to get into some ge- some suggestions here. Let's see. I think that... I'm first. You two have gone first already. Jazz okay. is first, Go evidently. For it, Go for it, dude. You must have a good recommendation. I do. Um, so I'm recommending to my dad mainly, but also to my mom, because she needs to read it too. Um, the Five Kingdoms by Brandon Mull. I've... I... I don't know that I've read any Brandon Mull. You need to just read Brandon Mull in general. Because he, what you, has he written besides the Five Kingdoms series? Fablehaven. Okay. And I think that's it. Did he do the Beyonders? Um, or is that Brandon Sanderson? Beyonders and Dragon whatever. Dragon Watch? Dragon Watch, yes. Okay. Okay. The Dragon whatever. So why do you think Daddy and I should... Which um, one well, did you recommend? Five Kingdoms? Why yeah. should we listen to Five Kingdoms or read Five Kingdoms? Or do Five Kingdoms. Anyways, why? Um, So, it's like this whole separate world from the normal reality. And there's um, the people in the Five Kingdoms world create portals into the normal world to get slaves of their normal humans. Like kids. And... Funny thing is, they disguised it as a haunted house, where they're all led into the, the basement of the haunted house, because that's where creepy stuff happens. Yeah, never go in a basement. And they lock the door and then shove them all down this hole in the basement, which is a portal to Five Kingdoms. Um, <laughs> Why does this sound terrible? <laughs> it's really good. I don't um, think you're convincing me yet. And then the main character, I forget what his name is, is bought by the sky raiders which are these people who raid the castles that float through the sky because there's two cloud walls and two like and i believe like two abysses and from cloud wall to cloud wall on the edge of the kingdom these castles float and they're filled it's kind of like um dnd i guess they're filled with like random monsters and random treasures that can be from the real world or the Five Kingdoms world or other worlds altogether. Okay, so Brandon Mull writes like big old thick epic they're fantasy, like, right? They're like an inch usually at least. Uh, Sometimes closer to two. I say I have those in my library and I remember how big some of them are. So why do you think Daddy would like that? Um, well, I thought it would be a premise I'd liked because... Some of the Stephen King books he likes seem to have very weird premises. I also premises. think Daddy just likes fantasy in general. Like the book I'm suggesting today is a fantasy book, so yeah. Is it a Stephen King book? No. No, just oh, like okay. he he's I like he read Lord of the Rings before I ever read Lord of the Rings. And then no. Mom read Lord of the Rings to me and I was really happy. Yeah, he is much like, I enjoy fantasy, but I think when I think of what Seth likes to read, I think fantasy and sci-fi for the most part. Some horror. Um, just if when it comes to what he wants to watch, it's always sci-fi. 
sci-fi is a big well, sci-fi and fantasy both. yeah he i think those are like like i really was surprised that you were so into the hate you give because i i recommended it because i thought it dealt with issues that you like but it was a big kind of step for you to well, be reading you more dislike like a than... contemporary ya novel because i think you lean towards fantasy and sci-fi so i could see yeah. um I fancy and sci-fi and everything is like his thing. Like he has a lot of fancy Gaming. and sci-fi books, lots like fancy and sci-fi games. That makes um, sense. And we also own the entire Stargate SG One collection. So yeah, if that says anything about what we like um, sci-fi. So it sounds like something that would be up my alley. Yeah. Yes. It is quite lengthy, and, and it's also like. One of the books, there is this very big sci-fi part. So, like, it, one of the books is, like, sci-fi, not fantasy, so. I have gone through uh, all the books that have been written for the Game of Thrones series uh, on Audible. And just so you know, that is a marathon. Because I think the shortest book on Audible is 27 hours in the game of thrones series the longest one is 48 hours holy moly and you can listen to them non-stop and i think it's over a week for all the books <laughs> so i guess you're not sleeping that much <laughs> well i i i did them when i was delivering pizzas so i was able to really get through a book a week because i was in the car so much but still, you know, a musician that delivers pizza—it's it's stereotypical, <laughs> correct? So yes, fantasy is something that I do enjoy. Well, now you're a so, musician that does musician, so thank you. <laughs> so Five Kingdoms by Brandon Mole—is it a series or is that a it's, single it's book? It's a series of actually guess get get this five books, all about what each of the five different kingdoms makes sense. And I honestly... They're about all, like, eight inches long in total, so... I'm trying to think if I read the first Fable Haven last you year might have. I thought I remember you reading it. You like to read the first book of a lot of series just so you can tip your toe. I do. I tend to read the first book so I can make recommendations. And if it's good enough, you read the rest. But it really has to be worth me spending my time not reading other books. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm reading an entire series, that means there's a bunch of other books I'm not reading that I then don't know enough about to make recommendations. Because that's a big reason. Of, I mean, I read because I enjoy it, but I also want to make sure that I'm really knowledgeable and can make recommendations to kids so that they find something that they love so that they become readers too. So The Able series. You're always going to read those, no uh, matter are, how much time it takes There are away a from few you. books that I have read a lot of. Um, Stuart Gibbs gets me every time because they're so fun. Yeah. Um, is there anybody else that I'm really like super on top of it? Jeremy Scott. Yeah, I've read. <laughs> I mean, that's two books, so I don't know that we can say that's going to hold up. Um, Just yeah, a little interjection know. on that one, Jeremy Scott. He is the voice of CinemaSins on YouTube. About three years ago, he wrote a uh, like a young fiction novel following uh, the main character who is a disabled character. He's blind, but he finds out that he's also a has super superpowers. 
So he can move things with his mind. And then he's going to the school and he finds out he's in the special education class. Uh, and it's really an interesting look at at that uh, idea, the whole kid learning he's got superpowers. You know, we've seen that in other things, but a kid learning he has superpowers also with a disability that he has to overcome. And not I, really overcome, but he has to um, learn how those things kind of go together and how yeah. to manage those things um, together. Because hold on a second. <coughs> Sorry. Because um, being a telekinetic re- requires you to know the dimensions of the object and how much it weighs. But since he's blind, he can't like just look at the object and see, oh, it's, it would weigh about this much and it's about this big. Right. So, right. Yeah. So, uh, again, that first book came out a few years ago. I ended up going through it. I really liked it. I suggested it to Jazz. He ended up falling in love with it. And the second book of the series comes out next month in September, and uh, we were lucky lucky enough. Jazz was sent an arc of the second book. It's called Strings, and he's gone through it, and Amber has gone through it. I have not had a chance to get through it yet. And Jazz has already made his video about that. So on the book's out, release day, is that the twenty fourth? I think it's the twenty fourth of September. Of September. He will have a video up reviewing strings. So that's sort of a complete aside from what we're talking about. Jazz has made his recommendation. Who's going to go next? Uh, I think I went last the first time and first last time. So I guess I'll go now. Okay. I'll get Sounds in the middle. Good. Uh, my suggestion is for Jazz. And what do you know? It's kind of a fantasy novel, which ah. some... Some elements of Hopefully almost... Hopefully not Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, it is not. Almost some elements of steam, steampunk. Oh, I do love a good steampunk. It is a book that was suggested to me on Audible a few years ago, and I went ahead and gave it a try. And it is Dragons of Doorcastle by Jack Campbell. Uh, he's an author who likes to write a lot. Uh, he did this another sci-fi series called The Lost Fleet, uh, which I've done the first two books in that series. Uh, kind of author that'll put uh, a book in the series out once every six to eight months. So Stephen King? Uh, that's not a series. Stephen King is very prolific. But Jack Campbell, uh, it's just a fun book. It is based on uh, this planet that seems to be advanced and not advanced at the same time. The main character is uh, Master Mechanic Marie, and she ends up being tangled up and caught up in something that's happening with another young person named Elaine, who is a mage. So in this world, there is mechanics and engineers who know science, and there's mages who know magic, and they have to figure out what's going on. She She is trying to figure out, she's the youngest Master Mechanic ever, and Elaine's another young, one of the youngest master magicians. And it's following them as you find out what's happening on this planet. And the two guilds, both the mechanics and the, the magic guild, trying to keep their secrets and their control on this world. And it's very, very interesting and fun. It's an easy read. It's, it's, it's something I enjoy. Um, I feel like I've heard of this. I've done it on Audible, so it's very possible no, that... I... I think it might have been in, like, a Jesse's Arena video before. 
I don't know. That doesn't really... I, it, I feel like I've heard about it somewhere. Well, I've definitely... It also seems like if Dune and Story Thieves had a baby. Yeah. Also, it kind of seems like Ready Player One. Like, the whole, like, magic technology. I think that's Nothing a, like no. Ready Player One. <laughs> Nothing like Ready Player I, I'm One. I'm just saying, like, the whole magic technology. How there's, like... Split. Magic zones and tech zone. Yeah. yeah. Except this is all in the same in the same planet. It really so, reminds so me more of. Isn't it Story Thieves? Right where he jumps into the story yeah. and it's like half magic well, it and can half be anything if he wants it mechanical. But I mean, there's like two societies. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of when it comes to Story Thieves. Well, in, uh, which is another middle grade series. In so. this in this society. The there's very few master mechanics, very few mages, and they really try to keep all the secrets to themselves. You're not allowed to do research on things, and well, it that seems follows like a horrible life. Well, maybe you should follow the story and find out these things. There's several books in the series. Yeah, that does seem like it's up Jazz's alley. Research it does. Is fun what was that again? The Dragons of, of Door Castle by Jack okay. Campbell. Okay, I feel like, just that title. I feel like I've heard it somewhere. Well, I've done it on Audible, so it's very possible you've heard me talk about it. Do you still have it on Audible? I do, yeah. Oh, so you could listen to it. Um, speaking of weird um, suggestions, Audible um, suggested is suggesting right now the Samarillion. Summer, Samarillion. I don't know. How to okay, it. the Samarillion. Samarillion. It's like the history book of Middle Earth, which I have read. Oh, I did not finish it. We have it. Yeah, we do. I I tried. I did not finish it. (laughs) Maybe if that's the topic for like the Netflix series that's going to happen, I'll be able to go back like I did with Lord of the Rings. Like once I had faces. Maybe. That went with the names. Did Uh, it bore you to death, Dad? No, I went through it okay. It's like a Middle Earth history textbook. So, um... Fun, awful, awful with a twist of. I awful. did not enjoy it. I it's very that. dry. It's very dry. It's not really a storytelling book. It really is. You know, here's the basics of what the story is, but it is really just. So it's like the history book. Everything gets every important thing gets a whole two paragraphs. But well, if it's not important. It gets like half a sentence. No, you know, like in the like in the Lord of the Rings, when they reference things that have happened in history, ah. this will talk about the story a little bit more. How about just. Um, like, but it's. Books. I think it's super dry. It was not my jam at all. <laughs> I tried and I gave up. Okay. So yes, there are books that I do not finish. They're rare though. But this is one that I did. My recommendation is for Seth, um, but of also course. possibly Jazz because I don't remember if he's read this one. <laughs> Have you read Where the Mountain Meets the Moon by Grace Lynn? No. <gasps> you asked me this like a day ago. Okay, so. this is totally for both of them then. Okay, here's the deal of Where the where the Mountain Meets the Moon. <laughs> I had a student who is Jazz's age, and I think she read the book when she was in third grade. Okay? And she raved about this book. And I was like, okay, whatever. And she kept raving and raving. Like, she would read this book multiple times a year. So I had her until she graduated from fifth grade. 
And she would read Where the Mountain Meets the Moon multiple times a year. And every time she came in the library, if she saw it on the shelf, she would hand it to someone else and make them check it out and read it. And fifth grade, I think it was, she made her teacher read it to the entire class and the entire class raved about it. And she kept coming in and being like, have you read it yet, Miss S? And I'd be like, no, not yet. I, it's on my list. I'll read it someday. Well, last year I went to nerd camp and Aaron Zenz, who writes picture books, mm -hmm. I went to a session he did with, uh, oh, it was on fan art. But it was also with the people who do 90 Second Newberries, which is basically this traveling um, film festival where kids m make a video that basically is an, a Newberry Award winning book in 90 seconds. So he showed a video where his kid, he and his kids had done Where the Mountain Meets the Moon. And it was really cool. They did it like with those like paper shadow puppets, like the Chinese paper shadow puppets. Yeah. And so look it up on YouTube. I think it's on YouTube, like Aaron Zenz, Where the Mountain Meets the Moon, 90 Second Newberry, or just look up 90 Second Newberry because there's a lot of awesome ones. But I was so like enamored by this video that I was like, okay, I need to go read this. And it was one of those books where you're like a few pages in and you fall in love. So basically, it's this girl named Min Lee, and um, her family is well, not very well off. Min Grace Lin. Min, Min Lei, the picture book author. Yeah, yeah. he's pretty amazing, too. I got him beside my um, shirt. He's super him. nice. I had to track him down, though. I, he was in one of, like, the, he was in one of the, like, there's this box, but he was in, like, the back one. Oh, and like a row okay, off. but it, like, sorry, I had it's been a, like a year now since I've read it, so I had to kind of look it up a little bit. But um, you know, she she grows up, and her parents tell her all these folk tales about you know like the jade dragon and the old man on the moon. And uh, Minley sets off one night. She she wants to change her family's fortune, and so she is set off to meet the old man in the moon, on the moon, and um. Just like it's an entire novel, but it very much has the feel of somebody sitting you down and telling you a story. It has that sort of Ooh. feel of a folktale. It has the feel of oral tradition. Um, the, the best word I can find to describe this book is that it's super charming. Like it's magical. It just really is sweet and lovely and... Like I said, I really deeply regret that I did not read that book sooner. I try to take student recommendations and I kind of just put this one off. I don't know if the cover wasn't appealing or just I had so much that I had to read um, before I'm that. But cover. I, I should. But you know what? Sometimes covers kind of give you an idea of what the book is going to be like. I know. Um, and I don't know what it was or why I put it off, but I did apologize to that student. I saw her at the junior high at the beginning of last year and apologized. And I hear that she is still putting that book in people's hands. So I'm going to continue helping her in her mission to make everybody in the world read this book. It definitely deserved the Newberry honor it got. I don't know who won that year. So I don't know. Maybe it deserved to be the winner. 
Um, I'd have to look that up and see. So, but um, it definitely deserved to be honored. It's really incredible. Um, and the reason I thought about it is because I was scrolling through Twitter and Jazz's friend Bridget in the Books, or Bridget from Bridget in the Books, she does a book blog. She's a little bit younger than Jazz. Um, she had just seen that there was like a special box set of all three because there's actually three books in the series. I haven't read the other two. Um, but she posted it and was like, oh, look at this. I really want it. I, it just reminded me of the book. So that's why I'm recommending it. It's fantasy. There are dragons. Apparently that's a theme this week. Um, Mom? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. There's mechanical dragons at one point and real dragons in Five Kingdoms. No spoilers. So, I just say dragons. There's some sorts of dragons. This week is all about the dragons, apparently. But so, yes. Um, I think... Last the first nerd camp you went to or the second one you went to? I've only been to two. I know. The first so, or the second one is when I think it was the first one. It was last year. It okay. was the, not this year, last year. I think um, it I think it was that then. I believe that mom suggested two books to me for the parent recommendation on our um Miss Sawyer's my ELA teacher's book tic tac toe board thing. Okay. Um, it was either this or Walk Two Moons. I don't think I've read that. So, so it's probably this. Where the probably. Ma- where the mountain or, meets the moon. Or the one I chose. The war I, um, the war I finally won. Is the, the war that saved my life. The war that saved my life. And Did you I, read the war that I finally won too? Yeah. I love the war that saved my life oh, so much. I read yeah, that. Yeah, I have another one. student who raves about that one and puts it in everybody's hands too. So good kids. I, I so have some good kids. So you meet my friend group because we all love that book. So, Yep, it's like, a good one. But yeah, so Jazz, what did you recommend? I recommended the Five Kingdom series to Dad specifically, but I didn't know Mom didn't read it, so she needs to read at least one of them. I recommended Dragons of Doorcastle by Jack Campbell to Jazz. And I I recommended to both of them Where the Mountain Meets the Moon by Grace Lynn. Well, I think that wraps up our third one. Uh, To everybody who's listened, thank you very much. You can find us on iTunes on google play on uh spotify now we're on three spotify google play itunes uh if you'd like to listen if you like uh jazz i've not been able to find us on google play well i'll show you how to find it on uh youtube if you like jazz you can follow him on snazzy reads he tries to do a video about once a week we do our best doesn't always get up there We'll try to get this podcast once every other week. I think that's going to be our goal. Once every other week, twice a month, that's what we're shooting for. Uh, Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, Again, I'm Seth with Amber and Jazz. As always, we'll end this the same way Jazz ends his videos. And how about everybody? Keep Keep reading. reading. And sorry for the stinking crickets back there, if you can hear those. Do I pause and then done or just done? Done.